0: Hello and welcome to the Song Uncovered podcast with us, Archie and Izzy from Ferris and Sylvester.
1: This is a very exciting episode as it's the season finale. In our series we've interviewed some of our favourite artists and songwriters about a particular song that we love of theirs that has influenced us in some way.
0: We've loved every single episode of the series and we've learnt so much about how people write, what their process is like and how everyone has been getting on over this past year.
1: As always, at the end of the episode, we'll be taking on the chosen song of the podcast ourselves and attempting to do it justice.
0: Brought to you together with the Americana Music Association UK, a community that celebrates all strands of Americana and roots music in the UK and across the pond.
1: To finish the series, we are so happy to welcome this guest. She is such a talent and is an artist through and through. Please welcome Lily May and her song, Lingua Girl.
0: We first heard Lily May when we went to Nashville in 2019. We went down to Third Man Records, which is Jack White's label shop, and Lily's records were everywhere. This song stuck with us, and we're so excited to meet her. Please welcome Lily May. Hello. Hello. Can you hear us?
2: Yes, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, perfect. Oh,
1: you can. Great. Hello. Hello.
0: Nice to see you thank you for joining us
1: yeah it's really exciting this is like i'm kind of fangirling right now i love your stuff so yeah thanks for talking to us
0: where are you at the moment you in nashville
1: yes nashville tennessee near
2: close to the airport okay
0: (laughs) yeah 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 we've we've been to nashville airport it was super hot what's the weather like out there right now
2: oh wow it couldn't be better It's probably 70 and like a nice breeze today and like sunny but partially cloudy. It's just like a dream day.
1: (laughs) Oh God, we've been in the freezing cold. We live in the southwest of England and it feels like the longest winter that we've ever had. Um, yeah, so yeah. jealous of Nashville right now.
0: Yeah. What's it like out yeah, there? Is Are things open?
1: Oh, yeah. They, they are and have been. So
2: we usually play downtown on Broadway in Ooh. Nashville. Yeah, yeah. Like loads. And we haven't played downtown in a year.
0: Right, yeah. But
2: like it's been open like the whole time okay and, you know all like I have loads of mutual friends and stuff that are still playing down there that never stopped you know and it's just mm. like crazy and it's like okay things are wild Wonder.
0: in a band with your brothers and sisters, right? The Rishas, is that right? Yes. And from what we read, you've been in the family band from a super young age, right? Yes.
2: (laughs) We've been playing full-time since I was three and we still play together. Like not everybody either. Like our oldest sister, she lives in Toronto, but we still enjoy working together.
0: That's so nice.
1: I guess it's kind of, I mean, we're not a family as such, but we work together. We're partners in crime and in life as well. And I guess like there is a kind of an intimacy that when you're working either with your family or your partner, that is so different to working with either friends or other musicians. I don't know if you find that like working with your brothers and sisters. For sure. And I also work with my partner too. Oh do you? A lot on a on a lot of projects. And
2: like not everything, but he does. All kinds of stuff. So it's not it's not like but we get to do a lot of stuff together too. You know, there is something about it and it's like something about like just being you're like you're in the now like always. It's like, okay, cool. It's yeah. a lot like I don't know. I I'm so accustomed to that way that it works. Yeah. And then like I see other people that are like, there's no way they could ever <laughs> make it work, you know? But it's like it's just it works for us. It's cool.
1: I think I, I kind of put it down to like it's very intense. But I think that if you're yeah. if you're an intense person, which I feel like you know we are, then it kind of yeah. works. you know we're comfortable being at that level you know day to day sort of yeah. thing but sometimes
0: so. it's nice to just go and have a cup of tea. <laughs> And just take a little bit of space. You know, do you ever find that? (laughs) Just, I don't know whether you have a cup of tea. Is that? That's probably quite an English thing.
2: I'm a big fan. (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah, Good.
0: (laughs) What what type of tea do you drink, Lily?
2: All types. We drink all types around here. My brother and his lady friend brought home just like incredible tea last night, just like some different wild (laughs) blends. Oh, wow. But also, my friend Alex she's English and she made me a cup of tea and i just like I mean I've been thinking about it ever since <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I told her I was like I think this is the best cup of tea I've ever
1: had in my life what kind that's, of
0: tea was it that tea? was
1: just Earl Grey, Earl Grey. Oh, that's, that's Archie's style. I'm um, more of like an English breakfast <laughs> and Archie's all about the Earl Grey he
0: put sugar in her tea as well which I just I can't handle but I, do, I, 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 I enjoy the bergamot in the Earl Grey it's it, awesome. it, oh, it tickles my fancy
2: yeah hey.
1: I love all of your writing, but Other Girls The Record is Thank such you. a beautiful album. You recorded it with Dave Cobb, right? Yes. At
2: uh <laughs> RCA. Judy, Is it? Yeah. yeah. RCA, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, I never noticed like Studio B.
0: So you're in the big room with yes. Dave Cobb. And your yeah. y- your siblings in the band?
2: Yes, Scarlet on mandolin, and then my brother mm. Frank, he played guitar. So oh. two of them played on the last album.
0: Oh, that's nice.
1: That is so nice. And Terralingual Girl is kind of the track that, that really kind of stood out. To us as being like such a gem of a track. And I mean, w- <laughs> tell us about the process of recording that. Well,
2: Dave was out touring a little bit with Chris Stapleton. So we, we kind of just did it. And, you know, we had like two weekends and then like <clears throat> two more weekends. Mm. So it was awesome to play in that room. I know like people always say that like, oh, this room is so special because of this. But really just the ceilings are so high and like it's a beautiful room. And it's like, oh, you can really play out in there and not like, you know, and nothing like you don't feel confined. So I think that's just such a cool feeling of recording there yeah mm-hmm. and um so i had spoken with dave before but i hadn't like I, I didn't know him very well or anything so it was kind of you know going in kind of cold yeah and we went in and uh, and other girls was the first tune that we recorded and Lingua girl is like most of that album was like a batch of new songs you know <laughs> it was like okay this is this month's batch <laughs> But like Lingua Girl was one that I had wanted to record that I'd had for a long time, actually. My sister Scarlett was like, you should record this one, <laughs> you know, and I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> I didn't, you know, I'd had it for a long time. I, wouldn't, I wasn't even thinking about putting it on that album. My sister suggested it, I thought it was a good idea. <laughs> I was like, cool, awesome. And I think we had more fun with that one, I think, melodically
0: it's a beautiful track it sounds like it might have been a live take was it was it a live type recording it it was yeah
2: all of them were you know we overdubbed vocals and like i'd overdub strings and stuff because i Uh played guitar on it tracking Mm -hmm. so like little things like that but but it was all live yeah
0: I've got to ask you in the tracks of the Terlingua Girl. So I was reading about Terlingua, which is down in Texas, right? So yeah. and and it's like a ghost town. When you wrote those lines, you've got those sort of harmonies which are just kind of haunting. That's got to be deliberate. That immediately, once I read the ghost town, I was like, oh yeah, that's that makes total sense. <laughs> is that a deliberate that's thing?
2: Awesome. I didn't think I didn't I didn't <laughs> think to make it like that. <laughs> it just, just naturally it was just the theme, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: That's so cool. Do you remember like the starting point to writing it? We visited Terlingua, and then we left and I like wrote it when we left, you know? Yeah. Just like driving away, just like driving for hours and hours and hours. I was just so heavily inspired by the place. It was
1: just like, whoa. So I wrote it and sat on it forever. It was was like, wow. It's it's funny, isn't it? Because obviously we're in COVID times right now. So going places and being inspired by place isn't really something that's happening at the moment. (laughs) But the long journeys, I mean, Yeah, I totally get that. Like that's kind of when we're touring and stuff, that's when the ideas flow. When you're kind of moving from place to place and you've got all of this, you've seen it all, you've kind of tasted different places, smelt different smells, and then all of a sudden it just kind of falls out. So I can totally see that. But are you talking about someone in particular? Are you very literal when you write your lyrics?
2: Usually, in this case, yes. The inspiration for it was just the place. But, like, it was just girl that we'd met there. <laughs> it was, like, we roll in and these people just immediately introduce themselves. And then all of a sudden, we're hanging out with them, you know? <laughs> and it was just, like, okay. And the, this guy, they were making a horror movie that day. Oh, like
0: <laughs> Cool. Okay.
2: Nearby. Yeah. So, they had, like, fake blood and, and stuff on them. And, <laughs> like, it's whack. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, like... Like a thousand degrees out, and it was just like wow, they're all sticky from like big blood and stuff. But she had just got there, so she had this chick had used to live there, and she had just gotten there and was like going to meet up with them. It just was like perfect timing, and he like gave us a tour. He was like, "Y'all want a tour of this cave, you know?" And it was like, <laughs> "Okay, <laughs> we was like, sure, we we're all like right there." But it's wild out there when you roll into Terlingua. It's just like it's ghost town. There's like freaking old, ancient like cemetery right there like <laughs> i mean obviously not that old but not compared to stuff you guys have <laughs>
0: well,
1: <laughs> well we might be older but
0: we have more ghosts
1: there's just more dead I'm, people here. I
0: am not going to sleep tonight. We actually live in <laughs> quite an old house. It's terrifying. It right. moves around. There is. There's definitely ghosts in our house. hundred percent,
1: hundred percent. But I mean, <laughs> when you go somewhere, you know, you either meet people. It's surreal, right? I think it's quite special that that's yeah. where the song comes from, and that's kind of what inspired you. What's so great about the song is it's beautifully simple, but, you know, the lyrics and the melody, you know, you're kind of transported. As Archie said, we didn't really know about Terralingua and, and where it was and kind of where that came from, but you're kind of instantly transported through the lyrics and the melody, which is it's really, really, really special. What is it that I
2: don't see? Why is it so strong? That keeps you coming back from all
0: You say you wrote it a long time before you recorded it. Had you played it live? Had you demoed it before or recorded it ever? Or was it literally, you know, you'd written it and then a few years later you just record it?
2: I'd played it like acoustically a couple times. Like my sister and I had played it together. That would have been like the only time that we did it. Would have been like in my sister's house or something. Maybe just like, here's this one. Like, oh, maybe we could work that up one day. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, something so like that.
1: Your sister is kind of like your soundboard, as you say.
2: Yeah. We write together a bit too. And she'll just like throw you an idea. She'll be like, cotton candy this and that like just like random just like oh here's this random thought that sounds cool and she'll just like throw it out and more so than like you know we don't like write the song together like i'll generally write most of the lyrics or whatever but she'll like have an idea or she'll like throw out a line here there but really she always goes cool places she's fun to work with and obviously i'm so comfortable that when you work with people you're that comfortable with it's cool i always enjoy the tunes that that i get to work on with her it's fun
0: do you ever write with people that you don't know? Say you just go for a writing session and it's like, right, you got two hours, write a song. Because we've done that and it's totally different. And how do you find that?
2: I did one yesterday and thankfully I have met this person before, uh-huh,
0: but uh-huh. we'd never
2: written together before. Yeah. And I've th- actually thought a lot about it, put a lot of thought into this <laughs> lately. Yeah.
0: Right. Okay. Since
2: kind of this week. And I do, I have been like, I've been writing on Zoom. I've done some Zoom writes and yeah. FaceTime rights and I got the chance to write with someone in Australia and someone was English too and it was just like oh this is awesome this wouldn't happen yeah. anyway mm-hmm. even if COVID wasn't happening right now yeah and that was really fun and songs were cool like I, I enjoyed working with those people like I had some good experiences and then like it's, it can be so nerve-wracking too or then if you find out oh I'm trying to write with this person and they're so quick but like I realized this week I'm developing major <laughs> anxiety around it I, I realized like I'll go into the to the co-wrce and my heart is just pounding in my throat yeah. and I'm like this is so weird like I should be excited you know and it's not that I'm not I probably am overly excited yeah but it's been kind of funny to do that.
1: I couldn't agree more because we write together in the comfort of our own space. And even when we're touring and stuff, we're in our room, our car. And then we have written with other people. We love writing with other people. But the nerve thing I totally get and just feeling anxious, like, oh, my God, do I need to come up with more ideas? It's wanting to feel useful in those situations. That's where the anxiety comes from. Totally. And you're right, you go into those situations and you're like, okay, I'm just going to pour my heart out to you. And that can feel yeah. very kind of vulnerable.
0: I think that's the hardest thing because we've done some writing over Zoom as well. In fact, we wrote two songs on zoom yesterday yeah. and um, it's kind of new to us but as you say it wouldn't have happened we wouldn't have been writing with this person if it wasn't for zoom you kind of forget that after like 10 minutes that you're on zoom I think because you just that's just the way it is the most annoying thing is you can't play along with each other apart from that it's sort of okay but the difficult thing that we find is actually making sure that the story that you're telling is spot on because it can be tempting to just come up with the quickest thing and sometimes that might be the best thing but sometimes it's not and that is the difficult thing about you know you end up going away with the thing that you came up with quickest Um, and that might be the thing that was best but it also might not be quantity (laughs) over quality sometimes
1: we're kind of learning to to open up the circle I guess the question for you, because you're as well as being a very talented lyricist, you're a very talented musician as well. Do you feel like instinctively you are a kind of more musically or lyrically driven with your writing?
2: I think I've always kind of thought like, oh, it was maybe it was just equal. But or I would say like I'm I'm like the melody, like oh, I'll take the melody somewhere way quicker than I can come up with this next line. If I'm not 100% invested in the story, then nothing happens. And I'm like, okay, cool. I find that, that I keep wanting to just go, okay, cool. Well, let's take it here then. <laughs> so yeah. Maybe we could take the melody somewhere else. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you find yourself picking up, I know you're a multi-instrumentalist as well. Do you find yourself picking up a guitar to write or any other of the multiple instruments that you play? <laughs> what, what, what's your go-to?
2: I mostly write on guitar, but lately, and I'm not. I'm not really a piano player. We have some keys in the house. We have a piano, and Misa cool. plays a lot of piano. And um, we grew up always having a piano. We traveled a lot, so like sometimes we didn't, but we kept and/or stored the same piano like my whole life. Oh so, wow! That was pretty awesome, for traveling to get to keep that for forever was through the years like of living in a motorhome and stuff. That We were lucky to have
1: that. Yeah, that is amazing. And so traveling around from a young age, I mean, was that because you guys were on tour a lot? Yeah. (laughs) Cool. We had the family band
2: when we grew up playing like a lot of churches. We played a lot of theme parks and like flea markets, stuff like that. Did you go to school? No, no, no. Our family was homeschooled homeschooled amazing yeah we yeah we were a bunch of unschooled little fucks <laughs> <laughs> was like we just played music the whole time oh
1: wow that's
2: crazy that's
1: amazing I guess you get people asking you about that a lot but I mean do you feel like it was like a special childhood or I guess it was just normal for you it's just what you knew right it was awesome yeah and
2: I feel like we always knew I mean, in some ways, like we weren't lucky, but like we—I always thought we were the luckiest people ever. Yeah. I was like, I didn't want to go to school. I had no interest whatsoever, and I was like, I knew that we were lucky to not be in school and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I always like felt like a oh, damn king. I was like, <laughs> I just did like we get to play music, and then we just go like hop up in the motorhome. <laughs> yeah, so it's like I was always grateful. Yeah. That we didn't have to wake up at six or whatever, and we had to wake up early a lot of times. Like we had a lot of morning shows growing up. I always remember, mm. but like I always look back and think like how funny it is because we didn't have bedtimes or whatever. So we'd always like just be like, "Oh, do it," you know, <laughs> like. And then when those morning gigs would come, it would be, like, trying to, like, wake, every, wake the kids, you know, it was always, like, yeah. a nightmare. It was so hard.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, I was just about to say, like, you know, touring, especially when you're doing it as a child, like, you learn what hard work and discipline is. You might not have had a generic structure like some other kids do. Like, you know, we went to school every day and whatever. But, you know, well, you, you were... You did. Oh yeah, you you were mostly skipping. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, like to learn all of that from like a super young age must have like put you in such kind of great stead for when you started your own solo stuff.
0: Will choose three favorite songwriters? Who are they? And what are the attributes that you would steal from them if you could?
2: God. <laughs> oh, man.
0: Yeah. Um, Difficult one. Without thinking um, about it too much.
2: Lucinda Williams. Bam. She's so awesome. Maybe, you know, some knowledge. It takes <laughs> take a little bit of knowledge. I know, like, her family, well, like, where she comes from in louisiana but like her father was a poet and stuff but like they were just he was a professor and stuff and so i think you know she grew up with that just hardcore like literature family yeah and i think like that's so cool i wish i could steal a little bit of that that's a good
0: one <laughs> that's a kid <good> <laughs>
2: and um i think one of my favorite songwriters is like Willie Nelson, obviously, just because like his so many just unbelievable lifetime songs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But like Dolly Parton's one of my favorite writers as well. Dolly's one of mine. She's unbelievable. She just she's is. brilliant. She tells the story. She makes you see it. She makes you feel something like, gosh.
1: And she's so real. I love the kind of, you know, if you're not necessarily a fan of Dolly Parton, the, the misconception that, you know, she's kind of a bit of a, a caricature. And then it's like, right. no, 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 this this woman is real. And her songs yeah. and her presence. I think, yeah, she's a hero of mine for sure. That's awesome. This has been great. Thank you so, so much. Thank you guys. It's been great to chat to you and, and lovely to kind of get to meet you. Thank you
0: so much. Thank you. Bye. 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 <laughs> thank you so much Lily for coming on the show and we wanted to say thank you to you for listening and following this project. To all the guests we've had on who have been so wonderful, it's been great and we'll see you all very soon.
1: To finish, here is our rendition of Lily May's terralingua Girl. Thank you. That you've been around Oh, but all you say to me Is you're right back in this town wonder why you're so afraid I wonder what you're running
2: from Cause you call
1: has got a hold Oh, but all that's holding on
2: is a feel you won't let go.
0: What is it that I don't
1: see? Why is it so strong? Tear girl.